Be prepared. What does it mean to be prepared or to prepare the way of the Lord? When I hear um, that phrase, I think of the Boy Scout motto. What's a motto? Never mind. Uh, Be prepared. What are they trying to do? They're trying to help young men um, be ready for whatever might come at them. And so I remember uh, one of my first weekend trips, you know, we're sitting there thinking about it, like, okay, it's going to be sunny, so what are you going to need? Okay, I'll be ready for that. It's going to, it might rain, you got to be ready for that. You might get blisters hiking, or it might be cold at night. And so I prepare the best I can, but it seems like we always kind of get caught off guard. And so, but through being caught off guard, maybe that's actually where we learn the most. Um, I remember my first camping trip, and uh, I had bought snacks. I thought I was well prepared. Um, I had my fluids, uh, a six-pack of Coke. I had um, my sugar for the hike. It was a a package of Butterfingers. Um, And I had breakfast, which was a, a bag of powdered donuts Um, and as you might imagine um, uh, it wasn't enjoyable I ended up getting sick and it was um, it's miserable when we get caught off guard when we're not prepared for something it makes us feel um, dumb Um, but somehow God wants to work through those things to teach us. What I learned from that was I have weak spots. And uh, I've learned that in a a lot of times in my life. And what helps me avoid those things is to find people who can help point those things out to help me with them. People like a, a John the Baptist who comes to prepare the way as we hear in our first reading, to um, that the mountains will be made low, that the valleys will be raised up, to make it easy for me to succeed. That in my life, I want to succeed. I want things to go smoothly. I, I, I want to be happy. I want to be at peace. And so God sends John the Baptist to help the people to be ready. What does he say? John the Baptist's message is repentance for the forgiveness of sins. That repentance comes from the the word to, to turn, like to turn back. And so when I look at my life, like I I know that I'm not as close to God as I want to be, but I'm not really sure what I need to do. And so the invitation then is to humbly turn back to God, which, to be honest, I, for me it's all about the crucifix, that I'm, I'm invited to turn back to God like Jesus shows me how to be before the Father. And before the Father, I, I'm just like, this is the best I have. And, and I know I have faults, I don't necessarily know what they are, and I don't know what to do. 
but I, I don't know what else to do. My one thing I'm called to do, you're telling me to do, is to come before you as I am. And to trust that somehow, by, by doing that, that, that you will be the one who will make me who I need to be. That you will, you will burn away what doesn't need to be there. And, and, and as I become aware of those, the, 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 the holes that I keep falling in, or the, the mountains that are, are, are weighing me down, that as I turn to God, I can tell Him. I tell Him about the holes that I keep falling in. I tell Him about the, the burdens and the, the things that are, are blocking me. And He is the one who wants to come. That, that He's actually the one who, who will make things right. That He will, His Holy Spirit, the, the power that, you know, John's like, I, I don't have that much power, but He has power. He's the one that can fix me, that can heal me. And so an image that Bishop Barron uses is like God is like, he's, he's got like this helicopter like in battle and he's just like rushing towards us. Um, and he just waits for us to just like signal and tell him to come and he wants to come to be with us. And so I think... Those are the two things. It's, it's um, I need help to see what's going on, but as I notice things, I turn to God to ask for his help. And so, um, so what are those two things? How do we surround ourselves, or at least have a few people in our lives who love us so much that they'll be honest with us? Um, you know, like... When, when they can see what we're doing and, and we know it's not good for us, but they'd love us. I, I had someone in my office uh, about a month ago and they, they basically prefaced a conversation with, um, I care more about this person. I need to talk about this situation. I care more about this person than how they feel about me. And here's what's going on. And I was like, dude, that's love. You know? And so if we could find people who aren't, because you ask people, right? You're like, how do I look? Or what's going on? Or how's this going? And they just tell us what we want to hear. But a John the Baptist proclaims the truth because he knows that's what we need to hear. I, you know, sometimes people talk about, like, I'm struggling with a relationship and I keep falling into sin. And, and then you hear the story and you're like, wait, 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 let me get this straight. So you're falling into sin, and the situation is you're hanging out together alone in her bedroom at, like, midnight. That's probably not your strongest moment. <laughs> That's not going to help you. Um, or you're cheating on tests and exams and things. And it's like, okay, well, how much time did you study? It's like, well, but weren't you, like, out doing what? Um, that maybe that's not helping you because I care about you. And so when we see those things, then we have the choice, what am I going to do with that? Am I going to get mad at someone pointing that out? Or can I humbly turn to the Lord and ask for his help? Um, I, I think, what's, what's the, the, the mission of the Newman Center? Just We may have a couple seniors here, but the part of the mission of the Newman Center is to prepare 
Students for Life After College. So Newman Center is for a time, and then you're going to be in a parish or wherever you're going to be, you know. Um, and so I think one of the tests to see if we're prepared and ready is the next month of Christmas, right? How we fare over Christmas is a good little litmus test, if you will, uh, of where I'm at. And so I think recognizing that, we can be really proactive about how do I want this to look? Um, I remember my, some of my Christmas breaks, um, I would find myself uh, sleeping in till like 2 p.m., which I didn't even know was possible. Um, and then my mom was not too happy with me. Um, but then I would like go out and hang out with friends and I wouldn't even see my family. And, um, and, I, and I realized now, as over time I realized like, like if, if we went home this break and we went to bed a little earlier, given us time to say a couple prayers, talk to God about our day, get up a little earlier, intentionally spend time with our family, do things around the house before we're asked, our parents would look at us and they would say, he's ready for life after college. She's prepared to live on her own. We've done our job as parents, that we don't have to worry or stress, that we feel blessed. But I think that's how we show our readiness by actually doing what we need to do, and then we're ready. We're ready for whatever comes, because, um, I, I, yeah. I, I'm thinking a little about it, this a different way too today, because uh, what does it mean to be ready, to be prepared? I, uh, on Tuesday, I was down in Phoenix, and I um, met with this gentleman for spiritual direction, and then afterwards, he's like, hey, can I go to confession? Absolutely. Um, and uh, so I come back up here to Flagstaff, and Wednesday, I re- so it was the next day, I receive a phone call from his daughter, and she says, uh, last night my dad had a heart attack, and he's in the hospital. So, so kind of called, hey, what, you know, talked to him, like, what's going on, how you doing? Um, in the end, he had three stints, um, and some good hospital food, and now he's back home, and it's like, it's Okay. But what a scare. Like, that was almost it. And yet, what was this guy about? He had been intentional to say, I need to talk to the priest about my spiritual life. I want to go to confession. And just be, when I'm doing what I need to do, then I'm ready for whatever happens. This morning I received a text from uh, a student who graduated recently. um, And is in uh, military training and basically said, hey, uh, this week we're going up in the jets. Um, Pray for me. Um, And also pray for me because uh, one of our instructors was in an accident last week and died. What a sobering reminder, right? And what I what I what I saw in that what I what I felt, I I, I basically replied back and said, hey, man, it's scary. I'm praying for you. Yet. You, what he's done is he has been doing everything he needs to to prepare to go up in a jet, to be a pilot. And you have done everything you need to do 
And everything else is just, if it's out of your control, then somehow it's in God's hands and he's at work. That, that to be prepared is not to be prepared for every single thing that could ever happen in our lives and live in a bubble. Like, no, it's I'm going to be as prepared as I can be. And as I live my life, God knows that. And whatever happens is somehow part of his plan and will to maybe teach me something, but somehow is trying to lead me towards greater wholeness and peace and freedom and love in him. I think that's fitting too on a, on a week like finals week where it's like, you know what? <laughs> Here I am. Hit me with your best shot. No, it's like, I, like I, I've done the best I can do. And, and, and maybe there's some holes I fell in that I can learn about, that I can talk to God about, that I can be smarter with tomorrow. But he knows that. Maybe some things were made known to me about myself this semester. That's okay. Because if I have the humility to turn to God and say, God, this is the best I have, and I give it all to you, that we will be ready for whatever happens. That, that our preparation in him, that's the ultimate preparation is to be able to turn to him as we are, to offer ourselves to the one who offers himself to us, that we come before the one who wants to come to us every moment, who is with us every moment. Then I can live my life not in fear, but in freedom, knowing I have a God who loves me, who holds nothing back, and I have no desire other than to give my complete self to him, because I'm prepared for the blessings and love that I know he wants to give me.